everybody, and welcome back to this week's edition of Stop the BS, where I reign supreme this week because my picks again were godlike, and they went thirteen and three this week. Thirteen wow. and three. That wow. was pretty good. That was pretty That's good. Right? Really good. That's really yeah. good. Yeah, I thought Great that job. I had. A, I thought that I had like a bad week this week, but we have a lot to talk about today. Not only just. There was a lot that happened in the NFL at the trade deadline, and then for also our college football segment at the end, college football playoff rankings just came out. We have a lot to get into. How are you doing today, Swank? We're okay. We're okay. We're struggling a little bit. We're feeling better. Got some Powerade. We're okay. <laughs> yeah, because yesterday was Halloween, and for Halloween, I went and saw the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, and it was good. It was Great good. We're, we're not done. As a horror movie, it gets like a three. It's not scary at all. Sure. But if you know like the story and everything about Five Nights at Freddy's, because I was a fucking nerd back in middle school and I used to pay attention to it. What so do you mean was? Out, yeah, I still am a nerd. But <laughs> I I was I geeked out when when the movie came out and I give it like an 8.2 overall. Okay. Okay, yeah, it was good. actually pretty damn good. It was, but that's really um, good. Yeah, back to regular talk. Um, the 49ers that's what I really want to start with today. Because, how about my call of the Bengals? Good call, good call. No, I don't hate it at all. That was that was a great call saying that the Bengals were going to win that game. I mean, we didn't even know if Brock Purdy was going to play. I just kind of went out on a limb saying, you know what, the 49ers got to show their back, they have to. and now we have to talk about Brock Purdy because this is yes, we do. three weeks in a row now where the guy has just looked bad. He has just played bad football. What yeah. do you think? <clears throat> yeah, he's not playing well. Um, they've kind of just lost their identity a little bit. Granted, they're losing to teams that really aren't that bad. Like Browns, mm. Vikings, and Bengals are all above 500. So you can give them a little leeway with that. Like they're not dropping games, you know, to the fucking Giants or the Bears. Nah, yeah, or anything like that, but or so the Texans little, who just lost to there. the Don't, or the Texans who just lost to the team doesn't that matter. didn't have a single win doesn't in the matter. NFL. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, okay, so you got to give them a, a little leeway there, but I mean, outside of that, yeah, no, not good, not good. But no. matters. I don't know. They made that trade that we'll, we'll we'll talk about probably in a second, but they it just seems like they lost their identity a little bit. I don't know how they can get it get it back. We'll see. We'll they see. did. I just. I don't know. It's such a weird situation. And obviously we're going to bring up the trade deadline trading for Chase Young, which was huge for them, which we'll talk about that when the trade deadline comes around, because I want to focus on the 49ers offense here. It's almost impossible. We've set the whole season. It's almost impossible for a quarterback to fail with that offense around him. They have one of the best offensive lines of football, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon, Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. The list goes on. Use check. It's unreal. And the fact that Brock Purdy is playing the way that he is right now, even with that team around him, makes me very worried because with how good the 49ers roster is, you shouldn't be going 0-3 through this stretch. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be going 0-3 with that team in any stretch of the season. No, no, you shouldn't, but especially now. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. They're not, they're not playing great football. I would like to see them get Kittle more involved. I feel like... He's he is a as a blocker he's he is the best blocking tight end in the NFL as a catcher he's a top five catching tight end in the NFL yeah and I I get you guys you know you got Ayuk out there and Debo Samuel's been banged up I get that they're great playmakers but tight ends I always feel like are like kind of like the knives in the side of the of the defense where they can just run yeah. right in the middle of you catch a twenty yard pass do it again and again and again and again and there's not mm. a lot you can do about it sometimes so yeah. I'd like to see them kind of use Kittle more I think that For that sure. might kind of open up. The other weapons as well. I think that's yeah. where I go. One of the takes I always see with Kittle, because there was a debate a while ago between Kittle and Kelsey, and a lot of people always say that if Kittle was in, <laughs> excuse me, if Kittle <laughs> was in the Chiefs offense, if you replace yeah. Travis Kelsey with George Kittle, that he would be leaps better than Travis Kelsey because that offense is fully ran around the tight end. It, it, that yeah. The Chiefs offense is fully ran around Travis Kelsey. And yeah. In San Francisco, the issue with him is that he'll never be close to putting up Travis Kelsey's numbers because of all the other weapons there, because you have everybody else. Like the 
the Chiefs kind of play money ball essentially with their weapons. Like they don't have ever since Tyreek Hill left, they don't have a standout wide receiver. They right. find who they can and they fill in those spots. And I just think that the 49ers, they should use George Kittle more because the guy is an absolute dog. But at the same time, how can you go 0 and 3 through this stretch with that offense? It blows my mind. It seriously blows my mind. I agree. A little, a little bit of it is Brock Purdy being an issue. Yeah. And another uh, issue, which uh, is sad, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, man. Towards Achilles, the guy has never missed a game in his entire career due to injury. He has never missed a game in his career. What am I supposed to do with no Kirk Cousins content? Dude, I love Kirk. I love him. I love Kirk, man. God, he's so great. You see, um, first off, I want to circle back to what you said. The Kelsey-Kittle thing where if you put Kittle and, and Kelsey's in the Chiefs offense, yes, I do think maybe Kittle overall would be a better player. But that's not giving enough credit to Kelsey because the Mahomes and Kelsey connection where they understand how Kelsey utilizes his space, how he's not always going to run the route that he's told. For sure. All that. Right, right. All the improv- improvising and stuff, that's all Kelsey and Mahomes together. So I don't know. It, that's a tough debate to be, to be had, but Kelsey in his own way in that system is phenomenal. But, yeah. okay, with Kirk now, it's so sad, man. So sad. They traded for Josh Dobbs. He's not – Josh Dobbs isn't even going to start this week, obviously, because he didn't know the system. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Vikings have won three straight. They're 500. They're four and four. And now they're done. They're done. It's so sad. It's no, so Justin, sad. I know. No Justin Jefferson, no Kirk Cousins. You just hate to see it because that's a team that just got killed by injury. Like they were, they just got their stride. The offense was rolling. Jordan Addison, standout guy. He has been incredible when Justin Jefferson hasn't been there. And now, where do you go from here? The season's done. You're done, essentially. Like I hate to say it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, I, I hate the Vikings, but you hate to see a team go down just solely due to injury. You hate to see it. But your season's and done now. You think they're done? I do, and here's, the, gonna, here, here's the real thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. Kirk Cousins is a free agent at the end of the season. Where's he going to go? Because I don't think that Minnesota's going to bring him back. Are we sure that he's a free agent? I'm pretty sure you're right. Yes, he is sure. a free agent after this year. He is. Okay. And well, so is Justin looking, Jefferson, so they're going to franchise tag J.J. Ellis instead. Well, I'm looking here at the Vikings schedule, and obviously losing Kirk is absolutely huge. Huge. I mean, he's outside of Justin Jefferson, he was your best player. He's also a top five, I mean, fantasy-wise, top ten quarterback. I mean, you're looking at the schedule, though, and it is not very difficult. Well, you got to play the Lions twice and you play the Bengals. So that's not good. But outside of that, I mean, you got teams like Falcons, Saints, Broncos, Bears, Raiders. All that's five in a row. Falcons, Saints, Broncos, Bears, Raiders. You honestly, those are all five winnable. Like regardless sure. of who's that quarterback. I maybe not the Saints, but Broncos, Bears, Raiders, and Falcons. You know, one of those two NFC South teams you can beat for sure. So I mean, they have a chance here to still get something going. And in the NFC, you don't really know. The NFC is terrible. Like it's not good. It's not good. You got your four teams up here. You got the other teams that all are, are not great. So yeah. who knows? You never know. You yeah. never know. I, I just don't see them. Well, I mean, they're not going to cause any controversy. They're not going to do anything like that. But sure, I mean, obviously still try. I mean, you're, you're over 500. You're looking yeah, good. You're 500 right now. Yeah. Yeah. And you're looking good. Why not just at least try? And then another team who just blew it up literally last night, the Raiders. Fired essentially their entire coaching staff. They're done. Which is deservingly. Good. That, deservingly. That's good. Yeah. It is good. But now my question is to you, where's Devontae Adams going this offseason? Ooh. That's a good question. Dude, there's I'm no way eyes. in hell. There's there's no way in hell he stays there. I'm thinking. You know, man, I think here's my thing. I Part of me wants to say he wants to go to kind of like an upcoming dynasty team for maybe his last two, three years of his prime. He's already been mm-hmm. in the league a long time. Yeah. But another thing, he just he just kind of did that where he's like, oh, this team's going to be good. I want to hop in now, ride, yeah. know, ride it out with them. And it didn't happen. So I think he might be a little hesitant to kind of do that again. So I think he wants to go somewhere established. What about um, the Jets? 
Yeah. Wow. That's a good call. I could see the Jets. Being back with Rodgers. Um, I could see the Jets. Man, what if he, what if he, he paired up with Diggs? That'd be wild. And he went to that Buffalo. Holy shit. Stephon Diggs. He is, dude. Oh, my I mean, God. I mean, he's still on contract in Vegas. But if you fire the whole coaching staff midseason like this, you're blowing up he's the gone. whole operation. He's yeah, he's You're gone. blowing up the entire operation. Man, I'm trying to think of where else he, he would go. I mean, we could, we could play the hypothetical game all day, but yeah, I I kind of like to see him on the Jags. And I'm, I mean, they're in my division. I don't like the Jags, right? But imagine Adams with Trevor Lawrence over there, and then your Ridley's your wide receiver too. Because Ridley this year has not been pure wide receiver one material, especially in no. fantasy. I, I've started to bench his ass. Screw <laughs> yeah. you, Ridley. You're better than that. So he's a great wide receiver too. That that that'd probably be one of the best wide receiver tandems in the NFL for sure. Ridley. Adams and then wide receiver three is Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk should not be wide receiver three. He's a wide receiver two. So yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd be that'd be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, I just I don't know. I I that's the biggest question that I have now. And I mean, you look at a couple other stars on that team: Max Crosby, Josh Jacobs. They're not going to want to be there if this whole operation is just getting blown up as it seems right now. And yeah. it's a very weird situation to be in. And I remember we talked a couple weeks ago about Kyler Murray potentially being a Vegas Raider and after this year. But I think that's just out of the question now. Unless maybe, maybe, maybe you get a new head coach and then you get Kyler and then everybody stays. Maybe that could happen too. But I think they draft Caleb. Yeah. I think that, well, I think the Cardinals are going to draft Caleb. I think that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Cardinals, the Cardinals, you don't keep Kyler, you trade him. It's if, it, if he's you're done. the Cardinals and you have the confirmed number one, Kyle Murray will be traded for sure yeah. at some point. At some yeah. point, because you're obviously 100%. drafting Caleb and, and whatnot. But okay, um, right. Giants, we just talk about the Giants real quick. Um, Giants, Jets, <sighs> most punts in a half <laughs> in, since like 1990 or something like that. I remember hearing it was like um, <clears throat> the most garbage game that I've never watched, and I'm really glad I didn't watch it. Connor's dying over there, people. Um, but it's allergy season. It's allergy season. Um, I mean, my expectations for the Giants weren't, you know, they're going to win 12 games. But I thought the Giants would keep competitive throughout the season. I thought they'd maybe fight for a, a playoff spot again. And yeah. here we are. They had negative passing yards as a team. Yeah, Negative passing yards. Because when you drop back in the pocket and you scramble and you get sacked, that counts as passing yards lost. What the fuck? I mean, you kind of called it throughout the season. The Giants suck. They suck. They're terrible. They, they need they to do. blow up the whole thing. It, it needs to get blown up. Yeah. And if you saw the ending, I, I know that game, like 24 total punts in that game that was boring. But if you watched the last minute, it was awesome. It was awesome. I was watching it on Red Zone. Missed field goal, 24 seconds left. Somehow, some way, it's like two or three games every year. Zach Wilson, he sucks. But it'll be one or two games a year where in the last minute of the game, he'll look like the next, like, Patrick Mahomes, and he'll just ball out and they'll win the game somehow. And Jets are four and three. Yeah, the Jets are four and three. Imagine that team if they had Aaron Rodgers. Just imagine that team. They would be unreal. No, Zach Wilson's better. They're they're still fighting. They're still fighting. The Giants, I mean, man, they're just in a very – Bad position because you just signed Daniel Jones to all that money, so you got to pay the man. Yeah, Saquon's not being utilized at all. Your O line is Swiss cheese. Darren they're Waller horrible. is a con- they're, is they're a consistent injury prone type of player. They have no wide receiver three on that team or two or one. It's a it's terrible. They traded yeah. Dexter Lawrence. It's a shit show. And the only Giants decent part here. is their defense is pretty good. Their defense has been pretty. They traded their best D lineman. Yeah. They did, and their defense, I, I don't know why, because I feel like if you would keep anybody together, it would be their defense. I, I That's what that's what I, I thought that they would at least done, and then you just blow up the offensive side and you rebuild that offense, but I, I don't know. It's just it's just a mess. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Okay, Um. real quick. Mahomes, we, we got to talk about Mahomes here. Um. Probably his worst game ever as a starter. Um, 59.2 passer rating, lowest of his season, 241 yards, two picks, no touchdowns, loss to the Broncos. 
he has not been playing good football. And I don't care what the numbers truly say. Like, if you're watching him, he's not playing well. Yes, he had four touchdowns last week against the Chargers. That's great. Outside of that, game of four, one touchdown, one pick. And I understand it's the Chiefs. He doesn't necessarily have to play phenomenal because they're a good overall team. But, I mean, he's got he's got eight interceptions on the season. For Mahomes, that's not Mahomes' status. Yeah. Like, Agreed. that's a lot of interceptions. That's an interception a game. That's not what he does. You know? Yeah. And he doesn't go – he doesn't have a game where he doesn't throw any touchdowns. That's not what he does either. Mm-hmm. I'm being a little bit dramatic. Like, obviously, he's still playing well, but he's not nearly playing up to Mahomes' standard. So it's interesting to see. Yeah, I just um, – I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on Sunday. You know, he was sick the entire week. He has the flu, goes out there in the middle of Denver, loud environment. It's cold outside. It was snowing like crazy the whole weekend. I just I, – I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt there. But – okay. Honestly, the Chiefs have just been they they keep winning regardless. They're still six and two. And that's all you got to do. You're six and two. You're gonna make the playoffs as long as you just keep on carrying on this train that you're on right now. And we all know what Patrick Mahomes does in the playoffs. We all know what he does. And he'll do the same thing again and again, year after year. He does it every single year. So no, I'm not I'm not worried at all about the Chiefs. They'll they'll be okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried at all. I'm not worried at all about the Chiefs. Just Mahomes has been slightly underperforming, I would say, especially in the interception department. Okay. Yeah. Um, Will Levis comes out and throws four touchdowns. It is the perfect week for the Titans to be on primetime. It is the perfect week. I'm very excited for Thursday night. I'm really excited because, dude, Will Levis, he looked good. He looked looked great. great. Yeah. He had more touchdowns. He tied Tannehill's touchdowns for the season. In the first half of his first start with two. Dude, him and D-Hop looked like D-Hop back in Houston back in the day. That connection between those two was unreal. Am I wrong to say that, though? Like, they look that good together. I the, think it's 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 so early. He's played one game. No, I know. I'm just saying on Sunday, it looked like they had a connection between the two of them. And no, they, no, were, no. It, they were making it work. Very true. Very true. Um, I just... It, and I'm not trying to prey on a man's downfall here. And I also love Hopkins, but it's not going to be sustainable because I think Hopkins only had four catches and three of them were those were, were for touchdowns. Hopkins is a guy that he needs nine, 10 catches a game because yeah. that's how good he is. That's how good he is. So, yes, the connection looked like it was there. I just think they did get a little lucky with how open he was and whatnot. Sure. Um, so we'll see how he plays. Well, I here's your Hopkins, test. We'll see. Here's their test. You play the Steelers in Pittsburgh on Thursday Night Football, one of the best defenses in football. Here's his test. Oh, yeah, I think he's going to get slaughtered. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And it's not. I'm not riding narrative. Again, I'm not riding narrative on the show this season. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Connor wrote narrative with, with, the, with the 49ers. Didn't work for him. It's not yeah. a narrative season. It's not going to happen. It's not. So, I still did go thirteen and three though, guys. I, I won thirteen and three. Uh, just so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got All right. Up let's let's talk about the trade deadline, and then we'll get into our picks of the week. Okay. A lot of shit happened. A lot. Um, we already kind of touched on Chase Young going to the 49ers. That pass rush is elite. That is. We also talk about that it was for a bag of chips, literally, because it was it was a compensatory pick from having diverse um, head coaching candidates. So, essentially, yeah. they got him for free. Yeah. Which is wild. That is wild yeah. to get Chase Young for free. Yeah. Um, I mean, basically. Nice. See, Chase Young, obviously everybody knows Chase, who Chase Young is because he's been such a hyped-up prospect ever since he's been in the league. And when he's healthy, he's good. When he's healthy, he's really good. But that's always been his biggest issue is injury. And now the question is, is when you go to San Francisco, you're going to be getting less reps now that you're on that San Francisco unit because there's so many other studs there, including Nick Bosa. And the question is, is I, I think he'll be able to stay healthy. Are you going to re-sign him at the end of the year? I think that depends on if they win a Super Bowl or not. I think um, I think maybe you win a Super Bowl and you keep him around maybe. But I don't think they're going to re-sign him at the end of the year. I think it's kind of a one-and-done um, also, I think really good is kind of a stretch for Chase Young. I understand that, you know, he, he is a good player, but he's had obviously injury issues. He's had effort issues where it's not like it, look, it doesn't look like he's trying 100% all the time. Well, so, I mean, playing in Washington, your effort would be, yeah, yeah. I get it. But I mean, yeah, 
I get it, but other guys, you know, are you know are putting in more effort than you. So um, I think it's a great trade for them. I think it's going to work out really well for them. It will help them a lot. Um, sure. So it's good, but I don't necessarily see them resigning him in the offseason because they didn't trade a lot away for him. So okay, okay, yeah, I got you there. Um, yeah. and then other big news: Montez Sweat, Chicago Bear. Um, what the fuck is that, dude? What are you guys doing? Well, the news already came out that they have that they are working on a long term contract with him right now. So, that's good. Okay. That's the whole point. Because look, that's good. But I mean, a second rounder. Ugh. Second rounder. Um, the whole reason is number one, it's this draft class does not have a lot of good edge rushers. There's not a very large amount of them, like in previous years. It's a very quarterback heavy draft. It's a very offense heavy draft in general. And um, I think that the that was the Bears' number one problem this whole year and last year as well as our our pass rush sucks. And adding Montez Sweat, a veteran, a consistent guy who stays healthy, and he's a problem. He's a problem on defense. He's a big problem for a lot of offenses. And I think that in the draft, either probably third round or maybe in the first round with one of our two first round picks, you get another, you get another pass rusher. And then you have him, Yannick and Gakaway, and it's pretty good. I, I'm with it. I, I like it. All right. I, not bad then. Yeah. And then another talk staying in Chicago, the whole deadline was the Jalen Johnson talk. And he never got dealt. Did because he ask for a trade? Sorry, I'm trying to fix this glare. He so we were in contract talks with him like the past like three weeks, and they couldn't work out a deal. So then he did ask for a trade. He requested one like literally the morning of the deadline at like eight a.m. And obviously, they're not going to work out a trade that day and like the six seven hours that was left. So right. his teams probably wanted to trade for him for a bag of chips. But I got so scared. It was at like two thirty, like thirty minutes before the deadline, and I see a tweet come out saying. The 49ers aren't done. They want one more guy. And I'm like, motherfucker, there he goes. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> He's gone. But, um, I mean, now Jalen Johnson, he said that, well, they said that from the reports that he's going to try and hit free agency, but the Bears are going to franchise tag him immediately after this year. So it okay. is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, good trade for the Bears. Um, Other trades that went down, nothing really major. And I don't even consider these two trades major. Nothing huge, nothing groundbreaking. Yeah. Um, but Donovan, People Jones, People's Jones went to the Lions. Um, you had the uh uh the Vikings traded their one of their O linemen. You know what? Uh, to the Jags. You know what? Yeah, Swag. Donovan's People's Jones. Do you realize the implications that that trade actually has though? On Jamison Williams, because mm. he has been their three guy, and he has not played. The best football. He has not played. Well, just being honest, well, he has not played the best football. He's not. And I was talking to my buddy who's a Lions fan. And I'm like, what does this mean? And he's like, I don't know. I, I think that they might be making a decision. If if Jameson Williams doesn't really turn it around by the end of the year, they wanted a true wide receiver three. They want a guy because Jameson Williams has not been the guy. Well, Jameson Williams has also been, one, hurt. Yeah. Two, suspended. So the gambling. dude hasn't really played a lot of games. And I, I, I get it. That's his own fault. For, yeah. You know, the gambling. So he hasn't shown a, a lot of character. He hasn't been playing very well. Yeah. Okay. No way he gets cut because he was, a was a, I believe, a first-round pick. Yeah. Second-round pick, whatever it was. No way he gets cut this coming offseason. He'll stick around at least one more year. They'll give him a, give him a, sh- a shot. But maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe Peoples-Jones now currently propels in that number three role. So fair yeah. enough, Connor. Fair enough. For sure. Big implications sure. there. No, there actually is. Uh, I'm yeah, excited to see that. Yeah. Yep. But okay. I mean, the rest of the deadline. Um, Nothing too crazy. I feel like I'm missing one trade. Um, We talked about the Dobbs. Dobbs, that was it, yeah. Which we did talk about him, Josh, Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is a Minnesota Viking. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Which is wild to see, yeah. That's that's pretty wild to see. It actually, it's wild um, to see. Instead of yeah. Kirkio. But I don't know. Trade deadline every year it gets super hyped up, just like every single league. Yeah. Every single league gets super hyped up. There and... was a trade deadline, what was it, two years ago? That was like crazy though. Was yeah. that two years ago? Like am I I'm, I might be tripping, but I thought like 2021 trade deadline was like 
unbelievable. Like every five minutes, we're like, oh my I god, so. oh my god. I think right? so. I think that you're right about that. Yeah. Hold on. I don't know, but uh, the NFL you, one is usually pretty tame. The one, the one in sports that's usually really active is the NBA. The NBA, there's a lot of trades right before the deadline hits. There's always like a couple superstars. Speaking of the NBA, James Harden to the Clippers is wild. Just throwing that in out there. James Harden's a bum, but that Clippers team now being like fourth or fifth to win the NBA finals is crazy. That it, dude, isn't that crazy? James, dude, if you had that bro. team together, if you had that same exact team together though, like ten years ago, oh my god, Russell Wilson, Paul George, uh, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden. Imagine Did that you same just say team. Russell like, Wilson. <laughs> I mean, Russell, Russell, Wells, Westbrook, fuck, we're switching <laughs> sports. Shut up. But imagine that same team like seven years ago. Exactly. That, and now, now they're going to be, now they're going to be the four or five seed. Everybody's like, oh, but they have so much talent and they're going to lose. It's yeah. the NBA is, is just typical NBA. Um, I looked up the 2021 trade deadline. Um, Before that, the number of, Players traded usually was less than like usually like 2015 there's only one player traded at the deadline, etc. 2019 had eight, 2020 had eleven. So I think I'm thinking of 2020. Twenty twenty one, the biggest one was um Von Miller going to the Rams from the Broncos. Mm. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But yeah. Anyways, right. it doesn't really matter. You okay. right for picks? Yeah. Do you want to read them, please? Yes, I will. I will read them. Thank you. Thank and you. my record now in the NFL season is 78 and 44. Swanks is 70 and 52. I got the lead. Yeah. I'm ready to roll. Here we go. Tomorrow this night, Thursday week. night football, we have the Tennessee Titans traveling into Pittsburgh against the Steelers. Steel City, who you got in this game? Steel City, big time, bounce back. Um, not riding narrative. I'm just saying Steelers at home, Mike Tomlin, veteran coach who always wins at least nine or ten games against a pure rookie quarterback who thinks he's on top of the world. Steelers big. Steelers big. Okay. Okay. Not a bad call, but I'm going the other way on this one. I like the Tennessee Titans. I think what? that I, I like Will Levis a lot. I like Derrick Henry to have a big game. Um, I'm going to take the why? Titans here. Why is Henry going to have a big game against that D-line? I'm just curious. Because he's fucking Derrick Henry. He's literally a freight train. He's not having a, a great season either. He's, he's these guys are letting me down in fantasy. No, I, I like Derrick Henry. I have him on fantasy, and he's been okay. He's been okay. How about, by the way, how about that, oh, my God, what player was it? Responding to the fan at halftime over DM. Some fan was like, bro, you got to play, but like, hold on to the ball better. Kenneth Gainwell for the Eagles. He got a DM, at, and during halftime, he responded to the fan at halftime of his game. He's like, bro, hold on to the ball better. He's like, I don't know exactly what he said, but it was something like, you know, shut the fuck up or don't tell me what to do. And the dude's like, why are you on your phone, man? It's half time of your game. <laughs> That's wild. You can look that up if you want. It's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. But um, we got to wake up early this week because it's it's the Germany game, but it's not just a regular Germany game. Germany game. Yikes. <laughs> Dolphins, Chiefs. This is, if you are going to take any teams to show a country how American football plays, how it works, you bring the Dolphins and the Chiefs out there right now. That game is going to be electric. Swank, who do you have in this one? I am just going to say it straight up. I got the Dolphins here, and and usually I'd ride with, with the Chiefs, but big thing to note, the Dolphins have already been in Germany now for over a day. Whereas the Chiefs are going to go and be, get there on Friday. And as we've seen, teams who are in these abroad games, teams who get there and start prepping early, it, it's I mean, it's a mental battle. The time zones mm-hmm. are different. The weather's different. Everything's different. So to get there early and start preparing is a lot better than getting there two days before and then going to play a football game. I got the Dolphins here. I mean, yeah, I just got the Dolphins. It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a great game. Germany's also really cool. I'd love to go to Germany. It's on my bucket list. I would, yeah, so, I'd love to go to Germany. But give me the Dolphins here and shoot up. I'm going to ride with you. I was about to take Kansas City, but then I'm like, you know what? I'll take Miami instead. Their offense is electric, and the Chiefs kind of seem like a mess, and I feel like everybody's going to be like, okay, the Chiefs are going to bounce back this week. I had bad loss against the Broncos, but I think the Dolphins just have a better energy right now, and I'm going to take them and that offense just to roll against the Chiefs. All right, and then Fair next enough. up we have the Vikings going into Atlanta to play against the Falcons. 
And this is the Kirk Cousins-less Vikings. Josh and Dobbs this is now, not starting. It's now the Taylor Heineke Falcons, by the way. Just announced yeah. before we started recording, he will start um, on Sunday. And so the um, Desmond Ritter home game, even though that streak was, I think, I believe was broken. But he's still amazing at home. That's no longer. Um, is it crazy that I want to take the Vikings? Is that crazy of me? Not really. It's just Josh yeah, Dobbs. He's not stirring. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm gonna take the Falcons here. Um, I think they finally figured out Ritter sucks. Ritter sucks. He is not a good player. He he it's is still not, early for him, but yeah, he's not good. He's not good at football. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons at home. Um, I'm gonna take them decent margin. I think they'll get a big win here against the Minnesota Vikings because that team it just feels like a train wreck. All right. It does, but I think they're going to be underappreciated by the Falcons, and they're going to go in there and beat them. Yeah. Then next up, we got the Bears versus the Saints in New Orleans. All right, now. You know, I'm give me the Saints. Give me the Saints. All right, yeah. good call. Tyson Badgett looks Tyson Badgett again. No, right, thank God we get to see Tyson Badgett on Sunday Night Football. My dreams have been made. Oh my God! Yay Bears! You guys got slaughtered. Terrible. And you lost to the team that didn't have a win yet in the NFL. And you have no room to talk. There's like no room. room No, there's none. There's my record better. Is my record better? Sure, but you lost to the 0-6 Panthers. That's okay, man. You're going to drop a game and see Because your offense couldn't get a – they couldn't score to save your life. We're competing still. We're competing for a wild card spot still. It's okay. It's okay. Competing okay. for a wild card spot to get fucking slaughtered by the Dolphins, Chiefs, whoever. There's no way in hell. All right, nah, next CJ game. Him. Next game, the Rams go into Green Bay to play against the Packers. Give me the Rams huge. Packers suck. I'm going to take the Rams here as well. Just to clarify, you did take the Saints, right? Yes, I did take the Saints. Okay. I All right, I got Rams too. Not, a, lot, yeah. not a, a whole lot to look forward to in that game. Stafford, I believe, is hurt though. I don't know if he's playing. Doesn't matter. Jordan Love is a fucking shitter. That guy sucks. He is bad. (laughs) He's not that bad. He's really that bad. If you, I watched, I I was with Katie this weekend and I watched that Foles Packers game. He sucks. Like it's horrible. Yeah. Josh told me a stat. If if you count, even if you count all of his drop passes as catches, he has the worst completion rating out of every quarterback in the NFL this year. Like he's that bad. Um, next up, Commanders going into New England to play against the Patriots. Wow. Uh, and this is the Chase Young and Sweatless Commanders now. Give me the Pats. What? Yeah, give me the Pats. Really? Weird game. That that game just sucks. That's a bad game. Give me the Pats. I have the um oh, I actually wrote you down for the long team. Um, I have the Commanders. Um, Sam Howell has been playing phenomenal football. New England is just terrible. Kendrick Bourne towards ACL, I believe. It's just a continuous shit show over there. Give me the commanders mm-hmm. bounce back for sure. Okay. And then already next three up, different in six yeah. games. Next up, good game. Seattle going into Baltimore to play against the Ravens. That's a good one. That's a fun one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Fuck. Damn. That's hard. That's a hard one. Grimy game, very grimy, but I'm gonna take Baltimore at home. Okay, Baltimore, that that environment there's nuts. Both of these are the Seahawks when they're at home too. That place is nuts too. Too good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. in, in an upset. Um, they got Leonard Williams coming over. I think they got some momentum going, and I understand the Ravens have been playing great too, and they have momentum going. But it's typical Ravens fashion, and I guess here I am writing the narrative, but. It is typical Ravens fashion, though, that you always know when they're hot, they they kind of drop a game for sure. You know what I mean? In a game that they kind of should win at home. Yeah, they, like they, they always drop year. like a bad game. I thought that they were going to lose to the Cardinals. I had like a that weird feeling yeah. that they were going to yeah. lose. And they didn't. So I think it's this one. And Seahawks are a good team. So give me Seahawks. All right. Um, And then next up, we have the Bucks playing against your Texans in Houston in the H. I'm going to take got to roll. Good. I'm gonna take the Texans. My gut tells me to take the Texans. I was gonna roll with the Bucks. Good but... gut, good gut, good gut choice. We're yeah, gonna my, we're gonna get it my... down at home. I mean, our our, our defense has been playing really, really well. Um, 
And I, Baker Mayfield doesn't scare me whatsoever. So we've played much better quarterbacks this year than Baker Mayfield. So there you go. I think I think we'll handle the Bucks actually pretty well and, and move to five hundred again. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I I think I got I got the Texans in that one. All right, next up, I don't think that we need to talk about it. Cardinals, Browns, and Cleveland. Give me the Browns. Every every game the Browns play, I'm like, oh, I don't even want to pick the Browns, but I have to. Yeah, Browns, dude. They're not. Okay. Their defense is great though. Their defense is lights out. It is good. Deshaun Watson's been a complete mess over there. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. But another best one. trade in Texans history. Colts in Carolina versus the Panthers. Give me the Colts. Colts, man. They need a win. Carolina. The Colts need a win to stay alive here. Have yeah. to have it. Have yeah. to have it, or else they're done. All right, and then, oh, God, wow, this is a shit show. The Giants and the Raiders. Wow, that's that's bad. Um, is that a 305 game? 325. Why? Well, it's in why? Vegas, so it's the local It's the local Vegas game. That's why. Um, Raiders, I'm playing narrative here. I'm going to go with the Giants. Give me the Giants. Oh, God. Raiders what? just fired. How their are you entire- picking the Giants? Exactly. They're, they're going to yeah. feel more motivated. Like they're set free. No. Are you no. kidding me? Adams is going off for 400. No, it's going to be a mess. It's a mess. Hey, but here's a good three o'clock game. Cowboys going into Philly against the Eagles. That's a good game. Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to take Philly at home. You can't, you can't pick against Philly. You just can't. And, and how have the Cowboys performed in big games this year? Not, no. well. Not I, well. I I know you beat the Chargers on Sunday night for Monday night football. Great job. You beat the Chargers. Let's go. You got fucking murdered by the Niners now, who kind of look like frauds a little bit. Yeah. Eagles. 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 All right. And then Sunday Night Football, great game. The Bills going back into Cincinnati to play against the Bengals on Sunday Night Football. You know who I got? Call them last week. Calling them this week. Bengals. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ooh, yeah, dude. Give me Buffalo on the road. Give me Buffalo on the road, baby. Wow. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I'm i feeling it. Give me Buffalo on the road. Shut up the Bengals a little bit. They got a rough okay. stretch coming up. I think this Joe is the one Burrow's on fire, dog. I, I don't play with fire. I know. I know he, he is. is on fire. I know he is. All right. Our last one. The Chargers going into New York to play against the Jets. On Monday Night Football. It's a good one. It's yeah, good it is. Because the Jets have been playing decent. Um, I'm going to take the Chargers, though. I'll take the Chargers on the road to get it done. I'm taking two roads, two road teams to end it off. I'm going to take I'm gonna take the Chargers as well. Um, I feel like they just, they'll just get it done. I don't know. Chargers. Yeah. I don't know. That's fun. But all right. Those are our picks for the week. And good now picks. it's time good to games. get over. Good games. To our great segment, our fantastic segment, Swank, do the intro. Hey, here we go, Champ Fantasy Sports. It is an awesome champ, college champ, football champ, fantasy sports app. There's picks. You go make a champ. team. There's coins. Go get some coins. Go get some packs. Buy those packs. Champ. Upgrade your team. It's great. I got three UT football players on my team, and champ. UT's been balling this year. It's been great to watch. Super fun. Compete with your frat buddies. Compete champ. with your friends. Compete with whoever you want. Go sign up right now. Champions Sports. Go get the app. It's a yellow emblem of a trophy. Damn. Can't miss it. It's awesome. Connor's doing his little champ thing. Use Damn. referral code. All caps, no space to stop the BS. You get some coins already Damn. off the bat. You go and get some new players, some packs. It's great. Go upgrade your team. It's yeah, phenomenal. Champ. There you go. Yep. All right. We're into it now. We're talking college football. Um, Starting off number with, one, the college football playoff rankings. Yes, good, good, good. Let's start with that. That sounds good. Um, number one. Ohio State is one yes. over Georgia. Georgia has not lost a football game in, I believe, over two years. Pretty sure that's accurate. Um, wh- I get it. Ohio State, I mean, they beat Notre Dame and they beat Penn State. I get it. But you still cannot put them over Georgia. Yeah. Can't do it. Here's here's number one. Number one before I get into that for anybody who missed the college football playoff rankings. The first two out at number six is Oregon, and then at number five, Washington, and then number four, Florida State, number three, Michigan, number two, Georgia, number one, Ohio State. And I disagree with you. I love that they put Ohio State number one. Because here's the thing: what has Georgia done all year? 
Cupcake. What has Michigan done all year? Cupcake. What has Florida State done all year besides playing LSU? Cupcake. Ohio State beats Penn State at home, beats Notre Dame in Notre Dame. They have the hardest strength of schedule by a landslide versus Georgia and Michigan. They well deserve that number one spot, and if they win out, they're easily going to keep it. That Michigan game is going to decide so much for this college football playoff as well, but I'm rolling with the Buckeyes right now, and I really think that this team is a lot better than people thought they were at the beginning of the year, including myself. Well, I think I think people thought they were really good, um, but now I do think I agree with you. They, they're taking a slight step up. Um, I like your point. You make a great point that you know yeah. Ohio State should be number one. I get it. I do. I do get it. Um, it makes sense. That mm-hmm. being said, me personally, just it's so hard to take Georgia out of number one when they haven't done anything wrong in over two years. You know what I mean? It's sure. so hard to I, take I get that it. away from them. I get right? it. And, if you're Georgia, you know, you play who you play. I understand the whole thing. It's such a different back and forth where, oh, they're not playing anybody. Okay, but that's not my fault. They're beating the teams they should beat, but they're not good teams. It's a constant back and forth. I get it. I well, get now that. it starts. Well, now it starts because you got a big game this weekend. You have your first, like, official, essentially. Well, it was a good game. Okay. Yeah, it was a good game, but you got two in a, you got three in a row right here against three ranked teams. You have number 14, Mizzou, number 11, Mississippi, and number 19, Tennessee. So now this is Georgia's prove it time. This is when Man, Georgia. Dude, imagine if, Georgia loses. Holy fuck. If Georgia wins out, if Georgia beats all three of those teams, then maybe we have a conversation about should they be number one. Then we have then we have that conversation. But also Ohio State plays Michigan, and if Ohio exactly, State exactly Ohio State's got to be Michigan. It's gonna get weird. It's gonna get done it in really three years. Weird. Yeah. Ohio State hasn't beaten Michigan in three years. Because so, looking at it right now as well, if Washington and Oregon both stay unbeaten, well, the rest of the year, and then they play in the Pac-12 championship, it's gonna get down to that point where the loser of the Ohio State Michigan game might not make the playoff. That's that's what it's really going to come down to, if yeah. you think about it. Like I was, yeah. I was messing around doing this. Uh, ESPN has this. It's a college football playoff, just like generator where you click a team and then you say win out. They lose one, lose two, whatever it is. And it was pretty wild going through some of the scenarios on there. There's a scenario right now where Louisville could make the college football playoff. They're still alive. There's a lot of scenarios. Um, yeah. There's a lot of different scenarios because obviously the Big 12's um, the young guy team in the top four right there. But I can guarantee you if Texas wins out, a one-loss Texas is making it into the college football playoff. I can guarantee it. Unless can I tell you something crazy teams, right now? Unless there's four unbeatens, then Texas is going to get in if they win out. But go ahead. Here, wait, hold on. Okay, I had it. I'm going to tell you something crazy. But there's a shot that four and four Virginia Tech could be playing in the ACC championship game. Right now, right now they are third in the ACC sitting at four and four because they're three and one in conference right now. If Louisville loses another game and Virginia Tech wins out, they make the ACC championship game, and it just so happens that they play Louisville this weekend. If Virginia Tech beats Louisville, we are we could have a five and four team in the ACC championship game, which is wild. Well, they still got more games to play, but they yes, do. they would be five and four, and they would be leading the way to make the ACC championship game, which is insane. Yeah. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, what about UNC? Is is UNC the, the team you're assuming that's going? No, Florida State. Oh. Yeah. What about Florida UNC? State. UNC is ranked fifth right now because they're three and two in conference. Same with oh, Miami. God. Yeah. And UNC Duke, is two loss? Duke is two and two in conference right now. Hold on. Who who's UNC's two losses? UNC's two losses is Virginia, and they lost this weekend to Georgia Tech. Oh, my God. I didn't see that. Okay. 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 I did not yeah, see so that done. game. How the fuck you lose to Georgia Tech? Oh, my God. Oh, and yeah, Duke lost, done. too. Yeah, that's why I was getting oh, – that's why I'm all over the place. I was so confused. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah obviously Duke, Florida State, and then – okay. Yeah, Duke got the break speed off them two weeks in a row at Florida State and Louisville. 
So ACC, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, it will be interesting. Um, and one more thing that I want to get into about the college football playoff rankings is the only rankings that I'm really mad with is that Washington's not in the playoff. I know that it sounds weird that you can't put Washington in there over a Florida State team. But so far this year, I really think that they deserve it. I mean, you go and look at their schedule, and they have had a very rough year. They have probably one of the best wins out of any NF motherfucker, I, I, any NCAA team. Yeah, yeah just any, starting any over NFL with that team. Yeah, yeah, any NFL team. Washington, I just think that they should be in the playoff over. Over fucking Jesus Christ, I just completely blanked out. Um, over Florida State. What do you think? <laughs> um, I'm a Jordan Travis type of guy, or um he's a quarterback at Florida State, obviously. I yeah. like Florida State. Um, they're gritty, they're really gritty. I understand Washington beat Oregon in dramatic fashion. Washington's a great team, none taken. Yeah. Um, but Florida State also knocked off who was very hyped up at the time, number five, LSU. Uh, they went into Clemson, and I understand now that doesn't look great, but at the time, they went into Clemson to beat Clemson. Um, they beat you know Duke already. I think they already beat them. So they've played some really good teams, and they continue to win. So I think they do deserve the number four. That being said, it can kind of go either way for me. If you put Washington in front of them, okay. like That's okay. fine. That's fine. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, can yeah. Washington beat Oregon again is the whole question, right? Because that's sure. going to be the Pac-12 championship. Can they beat them again? And it's real damn hard to beat a team twice. So – they do that though; they're in for sure. Somehow, somewhere yeah. they're going to get in. So there's a lot riding on. Yeah. On, on I think State it's just then. crazy. This is exactly why we need that 12 team playoff because right now you look at the rankings, and the top 12 are all extremely deserving of being in the college football playoff. Like you, the 12 seed would be Mizzou. I'm perfectly fine with that. Then you have 11 Penn State, 10 Old Miss, nine Oklahoma, eight Alabama, seven Texas, six Oregon five Washington, and then the top four, it would be electric this year with a 12-team playoff with how competitive the college football field is. And next year is going to solve a lot of problems where we're not sitting here sweating out which four teams out of the entire FBS are going to make it. It's perfect. I can't wait for the 12-team playoff. Yeah, the 12-team playoff is going to be great. It's going to be exciting. You're going to have home playoff games. So, like, if you're not getting in the top four, getting a bye, but you're good enough to have a, you know, to make that 12, if you're the the higher ranked, like if you're the five playing the 12, you have a home game at your stadium for a college football yeah. playoff game. Your, your, your school is going to catch on fire. Like it's going to be the greatest <laughs> time ever. It's, it's going to be, be nuts. amazing. It's going to be amazing. So that will be great. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Assuming it stands, it's not officially set yet, but everybody's assuming next year will be the 12 team playoff. I think it will. So that'll yeah. be good. Um, quick thing I want to talk about here. We'll start to wrap up. Oklahoma, the unbeaten Sooners are no more as they lost to Kansas. And that shakes things up a bit. Obviously, in the in the Big 12, shakes things up a bit in the top 10 teams. Um, yeah. Kansas, man, what a revival of a program. Truly, what yeah. a revival of a program. They beat us, UT, um, two years ago, and that kind of shifted things for them. Started off 4-0 last year, I believe. This year, I, I mean – they're obviously playing good football. I believe they're at five or six wins already. Complete revival. And so now is the time where Kansas is just going to keep going up and up and up. Once you hit that mark, up and up and up. They took down the field goal post, threw it in some pond or river like Tennessee did yep. when they beat Bama. I mean, Kansas Kansas is back, man. They're back, and they're fun to watch. They're, they're a gritty team. They're they fun are. to watch. And they're going to keep getting better recruits if they keep playing like this. And who knows, man? Maybe in a few years they'll be – Yeah, right now they're 6-2 this, and two this year. Yeah, they're six they're and playing, two this year. They're not bad. They're playing great ball, and I mean, yeah. you can't not like the Jayhawks, man. It, it's kind of like I kind of reminded me of the Jags, where like they sucked for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, was that one season the Jags had? That, that was really weird with Blake Bortles. Um, yeah, but I mean, they're like a team that you like, even though they're in your conference, whatever you root for. So for sure, Jayhawks. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing that I really want to get into is tracking our two unbeaten teams. Air Force made it into the college football playoff rankings at number 25. Yes. They made it. Now, in the AP top 25, which which doesn't really matter as much, they moved up to 17 in the AP top 25. 
But sadly, our other unbeaten team, James Madison, did not make it into the college football playoff rankings. Cue, cue the sad music. Yeah. Tulane made it. Tulane made it. They did. They're number 24, which is pretty cool. Green, green wave, baby. The green wave, but, but man. Yeah. Throw James Madison some respect. Put him in the top 25 next week if they win again. You have to. We got two. Yep, very true. And we got two great games coming up. We got Missouri at Georgia and LSU at Bama. It's going to be great, great NFL games, great college games. Yeah. Uh, um, should be interesting. Maybe, maybe, just maybe Missouri goes in and gets it done. Just oh, maybe. I, dude, that would be nuts. That would shake up everything. Everything. It would shake up everything because then where does Missouri get put? Like one loss Missouri, where the fuck do they go? You know? Oh, my yeah. God. Mizzou, dude. That's another revival of a program. They were bad for a couple years. And now they're back. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of came out of nowhere, too. Maybe I just don't know a lot about them. But from my perspective, yeah. it kind of came out of nowhere. So, but they did play Georgia really well last year. I remember it was one of almost Georgia's one loss. Oh, dude, the college football playoff this year. It's on. Wait. Which ones are the college football playoff games? Which ones are they? Uh, They change every year. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I was tweaking because I was like, why? Why is the Cotton Bowl on December 29th? They no, rotate. They're on, they rotate. They're on January 1st. The the semifinals, they're on January 1st because uh what's it called? The NFL plays the 31st. Very nice. nice. Yeah, I just looked. But there we go. Well, anything else or that's all I got. That's all I got too. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Stop the BS. We really do appreciate all the support that you guys give us every single week. This episode was super fun, talking trade deadline, talking college ball. A lot is happening right now, and football is really starting to heat up. Playoffs are coming soon. So keep on watching. Stay posted. Thank you, guys. Bear down. Adios. Bear down. Get that out of here.